Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live cast brought to you by Frontline Gaming today. We have a pretty special show here, don't we, Dickie? Yeah, baby. Because we got a we got a floating head takeover. I am the floating head of the FLGN Val Havelfinger, and I'm joined today by my usually silent partner in crime. Sir Val Dickie. Uh well, see, I'm Sir Val, because Val is my name. <laughs> Uh, you're you're just like you'd just be like a regular servo whatever i'm a tech priest maybe it's just an emphasis I'm a, I'm a on a different loyal syllable. tech priest loyal tech loyal priest, tech priest there you go yeah. that's pretty good all right kicker and seth cannot be with us today because they're probably doing things to do with the las vegas open but as you can see by the picture behind us we're already there baby i feel there it's hot Yes. So what have you been working on? Uh, I believe normally the <clears throat> goons who host this show would uh, banter about the hobby and such. Uh, I've been working on LVO stuff. So LVO uh, stuff as well. Very popular this time of year. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, no hobby at all. Hashtag LVO ready. I have been buying a lot of Warhammer Fantasy Armies um, when I'm panicked, but that's about it. Those <laughs> are panic purchases. Those are your quick, yeah. just quick, you know, seventh edition uh, eighth edition, eighth edition. Yeah, quick eighth edition. Yeah, fantasy army before the ups. before the end. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah, do, you yeah, yeah. what do you think that is? I, I'm not buying a bunch of like vaporized dudes. <laughs> I'm not buying like a post end times fantasy right. army. I mean, that's kind of kind of useless, really. What is it? Just a bunch of dust. Why? Why do you think the fantasy armies before the end like give you some kind of weird comfort? It's nice. I describe it as uh, wandering around an abandoned amusement park. It's fantastic. Oh. There's no there's no meta to chase. There's no new stuff to be worried about. It's lovely, I have to say. But uh, why don't we uh, get on over to that industry news? You got it. Boom. Oh, wow. That Bam. almost hit me in the head. Where, where's the frame? <laughs> it's coming. There I, didn't it want, I, didn't want okay. hurt, I didn't want to hurt you. Uh, All right. So uh, everyone would have saw, seen this uh, new Tau are the books being released on the weekend uh, or pre-orders for, for the book, as well as, you know, some Marine guys. I don't do you, so, I don't do we have fanfare for Marine guys? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So we got the, a new Gravis captain uh, as well yep. as a, an ancient a Primaris ancient. So that's the, the dude with the banner there. So, yeah. Love a good grab-ass cap- captain. That's pretty good. Yeah. No, now, he's, he's uh, the Tau Codex totally hasn't accidentally fell into the internet. How are you feeling about Tau? I know you're a big Tau fan. I myself sold yep. out of Tau yeah. about a year ago. You seem to be buying in, pal. Yeah. Well, Score I'm, dust, of I'm one, dusting them one off. One to Tau is terrific. Sure. What would you rate rate the book so far? An 11. Whoa. An 11, yeah. Spicy. I'm excited. I'm excited for a new aggressive uh, Tau playstyle with a lot of movement shenanigans and... Uh, shooting your opponent off the board. Yeah. That's new. Fun. To, that's new for town. Yeah. It'd be great if they had two phases. If they added movement, that'd be lovely. I'd be great. <laughs> I'd be real happy to hear that, actually. Yeah. Movement and shooting. It's a okay. this is next level. All right. What else we got in well, the industry? We got uh, Nachmund, Warzone Nachmund. Uh, that's uh, pre, uh, I think the pre order was last week and uh, mm-hmm. it will be released this week. So that's super exciting. That's a brand new way to play 40K. Uh, brand new yep. missions, brand new second, well, mostly brand new secondaries, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But it's super exciting uh, for those tournament goers. Uh, this is the way you're going to be playing for the next, what, six months or so? Hot so, minute. Yeah. This playing is with for a hot minute. 
Probably this will probably be the uh, mission pack at the Atlantic City Open, probably yeah. about six months from now. So hey, yeah, exciting stuff. Get good. And uh, we would have to uh, say that we have the preview, of course. Um, now it is. Uh, so we have New York uh, time. So I would believe that's Eastern Standard Time, uh, at one a.m. Ten p.m. Yeah, ten p.m. PST. So yeah. it's going to be pretty late on the East Coast and yeah. real early on the other side. Real, of the ocean. Yeah. So the UK, we're looking at six a.m. So wake up, get a coffee, and enjoy those hot, hot releases. I've I've overheard Kicker talking about them, and oh boy. Uh, people should be excited for sure. So we got. I know he's excited. I don't think Kicker, yeah. as usual, really knows anything, but he's just an excited guy. You know, Super like excited. yeah. He just knows the Games Workshop's coming, and it's like he's going to meet Santa. Yeah, and you know? they have plastic models. <laughs> Except, yeah, plastic models. Um, yeah, the preview is going to be awesome. I. It, it looks like they're going to be. There's. I don't know if it's a simulcast. I have no. I'm really excited to see how they're doing this. I don't actually know. But like they have the like command base little sneak to the preview that they released earlier this week. Looks like they got like a cool little streaming HQ center there. Yeah. Maybe there'll be some guys back home doing the previews to the I don't know what the hell's gonna happen. I can't wait to see it. It's gonna be fun. If you're at the LVO, make sure you go and you sign up for a ticket. Yeah, uh you, you can actually it. do that on um on the uh, Las Vegas open dot net website. Tickets are free, but uh it is best if you go click off for one seats are limited though i've been told so yeah get in there and get your ticket if you want to watch for sure i'm just gonna say go for it guys great it's gonna be fun oh what's this this is uh the las vegas stream so it will start uh friday at 10 a.m pst on, twi on twitch.tv uh forward slash frontline gaming underscore uh or underline uh, tv uh <laughs> we, whatever <laughs> we have uh peter the falcon and words per minute adam camillary uh mm. as the host it's gonna be awesome i think it's gonna be a whole lot of wicked we got uh uh table side uh big dicky over here he's gonna be mm -hmm. uh giving some information we've got dustin henshaw will be on later on in the show he's gonna be other table boss yeah you got me going losing his mind yeah trying to keep everything running it's gonna be fun yeah. we got magic craft use fly as yep. our sideline correspondent it's gonna be a lot of fun and a lot of action and a lot a lot of 40k we're gonna be streaming what all together nine rounds i guess yeah, yeah. no I you were ten rounds i thought you were gonna say it's a lot a lot of work is what oh. you're gonna say ah the same work baby <laughs> it's too yeah. much fun it's too much fun. Um, so, there's yeah. going to be lots of cool things happening throughout the stream. We're hoping to have some prizes, big contests, things to hashtag and participate in. Of course, the chat, and uh, maybe even a little opportunity to help us out. Because yeah. uh, Lord knows Las Vegas is far from Canada, and that's where we're coming from. <laughs> well, I look forward to it. This is the this is the gem. This is the, the final event uh, of the 2021 season. Yep. Uh, so I think uh, this is kind of what I've been prepping for all year. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but yeah, I'm super oh, yeah. excited. Yep, doing push-ups every day over it. It's great. Can't wait. It's okay. gonna be awesome. Come check us out. <laughs> uh, I I think we should just. I'm so excited to uh, talk to uh, the two guests that I think we should jump into um, ITC rankings. Do you think that's cool? 
Oh yeah, why not? Let's just do these ITC rankings. This is fun to do. So let's start out with the uh, 40k competitive track. What? Yeah, we have a huge change. Manny Chima. Who invited him to the top of the rankings? He's number one after a performance, I believe, in Nottingham. Uh, yeah. Something like that over there. Second place, we got John Lennon. Third the, place, we got Brad Chester. Yep. The boy king. The boy king. The, boy the, boy chick. the old man. Yeah. The uh, Brad Chester. Apparently, these guys all have nicknames. Uh, uh, Sean Naden. What, who's that? Nobody. Who's, okay, he doesn't no. have a nickname. Sean Naden doesn't need a nickname. Uh, Malik Amin Rubio, number five. Another. So we got two folks from the UK. Yeah. And then two folks from Art of War. And then just like the Warhammer Jedi, Sean Naden. Yeah. Just and, traipsing along. And to be honest, everyone in the top 25, if they if they can pull out a oh, win yeah. in LVO, they could win the ITC. There's so many points at this event. So it's a big deal. So there's a lot of people on that list that uh, that could hit pay dirt for sure. Yes. Would you say that Sean Naden might be like Raiden from, from Mortal Kombat? The guy with the big hat? No, he's he's got big hair. I don't know if he's got a big hat. I don't know. I could sort of see him like that. Maybe I think like we're gonna we're gonna work on like, a nickname. We'll we'll weekend. workshop a yeah. nickname. No problem. No problem. Yeah, okay, cool. No, uh, we're mo we're moving we're going right to uh AOS. AOS uh, uh rankings. Okay. Uh Gavin Grigar. Yeah. Caleb Walters, Cody Saltz, Anthony Trentinelli. Beautiful. And Yuri Sichinava is, uh, is bringing out, rounding out that top five on the AOS competitive track. What do you think about them, Apples? I think it took, it took Seth months of work to get those names, and you nailed it first take. Well, I'm that's, why they, that's, that's why they, I'm the floating head, buddy. That's you why get, you're you the floating head. You don't get to be a dismembered symbol of authority without knowing how to pronounce some names on occasion. That's true. Yeah, I'm impressed. You know, I'm impressed. That's awesome. So uh, I think we should. I'm so excited to to learn about how to beat custodies and genes to the cult. I think we should move into the next segment. We should probably shift gears into the next segment. Hit it. All right, here we are. Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday or so show here on the Frontline Gaming Network. I am the floating head of the FLGN, Val Heffelfinger, and I am joined by a creepy uh, Ewok thing. <laughs> I am I am the creator of you. I am uh, the humble Dickie, and uh, we're here uh, to talk about custodies. Humble Dick is indeed with us. Uh, custodies is one thing we'll talk about. Uh, we'll probably also touch a little bit on the new Gene Stealer cults. Uh, and we're doing that because, of course, starting on Friday, live on Twitch, uh, will be coverage of the Las Vegas Open. So there's going to be a lot of people both playing with and coming up against um, uh, armies that have been out for about five minutes. So we're joined here with uh, by Steve, I believe. Mm -hmm. Hello. Uh, now, what gives you the right to tell us about custodies? Uh, well, at the moment, I am the rank one custodies player in the world. I'm going to, of course, be trying to, to keep that award for LVO. And the list I think I made, I made, I think, is probably very close to the best possible list. It's a lot different than the Art of War list. Mm. Um, 
There's has a lot of uh, dreads in the, the Kalidus tanks with 5-up invuls. I, I I don't rate 5-up invuls. I just can't. It's Clearly you're not squishy. an orc player. That's <laughs> no, fine, I no, understand. No, no. Hey. So, uh, if, so, uh, so, you, so you're a big deal. You, you've, you played with the Custodes. You're leading the faction. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, I suppose what would be most useful, because not everyone's playing Custodes, but a lot of people might play against Custodes. What would you say are some of the, 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 the most important things to know about this new faction? Oh, well, it's not right. It's a new faction, and it's also got new rules. Yeah. And, and officially, I've heard they're not that good, so no oh, one should no, really have to the worry internet, about them. Yeah. They're, they're terrible. Like, oh, okay. We can't, you know, three damage axes. <laughs> F tier. All right, so the most important things really is uh, not much has changed. We still have army-wide four-up uh, four uh, invul and a six-up against mortals. It used to be psychic phase, it's now any phase, so it's a, a slight buff. Uh, one thing, uh, it's list building mostly, but you cannot have more sisters troops than custodies troops. It's a lot different than other armies one-to-one restriction, like poxwalkers, for instance, is just one-to-one with any bubonic studies or specific troops. You'll never see more than one, realistically, one sisters troop in the list. But uh, one important thing, one big important thing is all custodies, including vehicles and anything, just keyword custodies, count as two models on objective. All right. So that's gonna. So you could, there's not going to be any more five men like witch squads ninjing objective unless they can just kill someone. That'll really help all six guys you have on the board there. They, it's like twelve <laughs> models. Twelve models. Does that have an effect? <clears throat> Does that have effect on the uh, retrieve knockman data thing? Because you got to have more people to do that now. Does that help with that? Uh, it's realistically it's the same. We'll never pick it because retrieve knock moon data. You need like realistically five models in a unit to do it. That's what I mean. Uh, so like, so that doesn't help you. It with doesn't that. affect it's just, it. It's yeah, just, right. it's just for holding objectives. Just objective accounting. Got it. That'd be awesome though. But one big thing is bikes are not, not opsec anymore. Do not mm. let people cheat you. They cannot steal objectives. Obviously, if you have a character turning on opsec objective, then they're good. You have like, like my squad of five, Bikes would be like 12 OPSEC uh, at that point. And uh, finally, baseline rule is custodian models count as two for Lookout Sir. So if you have two guys in a unit, you'll block characters. All right. Uh, All right. That's uh, really the biggest changes besides adding things like stances and sub-factions, which are very, very huge. We went from auto-losing to T-Suns to hard-counting them so hard it's like not even a game anymore. It's like kind of sad, actually. Why? Because the... For, uh, the faction everyone's realistically going to take is the best one. It's called Emperor's Chosen. You get a four up against mortals in any phase, and you get a reroll hit or wound whenever you want. So, you know, T-Sun's just throwing a million mortal wounds. You're just going to half of them. Uh, Talus is injectoring you with their D3 mortals in the fight phase. You ignore them. It's ginormous. It's huge. It's like, it's really bad <laughs> for other armies. It's great for custodies. Um, On to Emperor's Chosen. Realistic, one of the why it's realistically the best sub-faction is it has a stratagem where you activate in the command phase, your command phase. You mm. can put your custodies unit into any other sub-faction. And a lot of sub-factions are great. Like, for instance, a big one people will be doing is putting one of your units in Shadow Keepers. Shadow okay. Keepers uh, gives, uh, if you're in melee range, it gives everyone minus one attack, and then it lets you reroll wounds against characters. Reroll wounds against characters. So it's a really good at, for Axe, for instance. Racks are down to one attack. Uh, you have many ways of turning off rerolls with things like Emperor's Auspex or uh, one of the stances. One of the stances you can't reroll in melee. 
Uh, and then so they have no rerolls. They have one, one attack. Yeah, it's just a lot of things you can pile on. So onto the stances. Like a lot of these are very important. Uh, very good. There's We're a missing. there's six. So there's six stances, and each stance is a sub substance. Uh, there's only four that are good. There's only four that's ever gonna be used. So I'm not even gonna talk about the other two. It's like, so that's good. That's good that you bring that up because <laughs> you know I remember when this uh, the karate was was announced <laughs> on the community, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I was thinking to myself, this is gonna be a little bit hard to to track as like a, as an opponent, right? But mm-hmm. There's only four we got to care about. That's good to know. Yeah, only four at the moment. I don't know. Four full changes might make the other ones good. Gotcha. Uh, but, uh, so, the best one, let me pull it up real quick so I'm not telling you the wrong information. That'd be so, ideal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so one of the, the best ones is, uh, let me pull it up right now, is Dakatari. It has, uh, the first part is enemies cannot... There's cannot pile in or consolidate more. Uh, they get subtracted two, so they can only pile in one inch normally. So with all these buffs like uh, minus one attack, uh, two inch pile in uh, subtracted, it was like keep people locked in combat forever. Hmm. So normally, you have to uh, go down your list of stances every turn, so you can't be in that stance for more than one turn. But there's a stratagem that, like the uh, Emperor's Chosen stratagem, lets you put anyone in a sub faction in the command phase, lets you put any unit in the stance you want. So you could hypothetically keep one unit in the, say, the minus two pile stance for all five battle rounds if you wanted to. Uh, okay. So some other good ones, though, that give massive breakpoints is the Rendax stance, which gives... The part one is a, you have auto-wounding on sixes against with shooting and melee against all vehicles and monsters. And then uh, the stance two is plus one strength when you charge against vehicles and monsters. So that makes uh, bikes, for instance, strength seven to strength eight. And then plus one to wound on the charge. So they're wounding pretty much everything in the game on twos, at worst threes. <laughs> yeah, was, it was a... Rerolls. And uh, the other... Uh, the last stance, really... I mean, the best... The last stance you realistically see is the Capitaire stance, which is... Uh, stance one is no one can reroll in melee for hits. And yep. uh, stance two is... Uh, it's like the witch ability, where uh, if you fall back, you have to roll off. And uh, there's no pluses or minus. It's just uh, your opponent has to beat you. And if they fail, they can't fall back. Okay. Those are really the best stances. There's a, the one other one, which is minor. I sometimes pick it. It's like, okay. It, uh, it's Callistus. It lets you do a 2d6 advance and discard the lowest. And then it lets you, this one, it lets you uh, move and advance and counter stationary in shooting phase. So you can advance some bikes and shoot because they have heavy weapons. Ooh. But yeah, those are really the best stance. It's uh, mostly Rendax and Dakatari, though, with the no uh, minus pylon and plus one strength. Those are the hot shit. But the the best part about Rendax, usually you only get one of the stances. You have to pick one, and then you go to the next one next turn. Yeah. For your sub-faction, each sub-faction has a chosen sub-stance. Uh, and then mm-hmm. when you're in that chosen stance, uh, for uh, my faction, Emperor's Chosen, it's Rendax, for instance, you get both of the sub-factions once per battle round. So once per battle round, I will get plus one strength and auto-winning on sixes against vehicles and monsters in my whole army. And that is it's really good into a lot of the meta lists, like uh, Thick City and uh, Tyranids and Everything else, really. Now, I don't want to offend you, but uh, every time you say Emperor's Chosen, I keep thinking you're saying Emperor's Children and getting a little confused there. Uh, do you, is, there some, is there something that we should know about the new custodies that maybe they're hiding? I don't know, man. We got a lot of secrets in our basement. It's a big basement. <laughs> it's a big basement. 
So I guess just to wrap this all up, because it's been some very good information, some good intel for our listeners and viewers out there. What, what do you? Why do you think there's this, this disconnect between uh, custodies uh, sucking and uh, mm-hmm. you saying they don't? I have, well, before I answer that question, I have one more thing though. This oh, will, my this will matter. This will matter at LVO. Okay. Four-drilled units have not been updated. They don't get stances. Period. All right. You cannot put them in a stance. Sagittarium also only have leadership eight, so that's it's important. If you're playing against a custodian player with forgewood stuff, make sure you check. So they don't know karate. They do not. No, no karate for Sagittarium. Hmm. No karate for Dreads. None of that. Do you think are people? Is this in dispute at all, or is some people being like, nah, they do? But I mean, uh, no. it's probably pretty cut and dry. We have some people have I don't know maybe misinterpreted because the the why the stances it is an ability keyword like angels of death on your data sheet. Right. And if you don't have the martial kata keyword, you don't get stances. So. None of the Forgeable stuff has been updated, obviously. There's no fact yet, so none of them have it. Um, and they won't, the, the Dreads, for instance, won't get it because uh, none of the vehicles in the baseline codex have it. So right. vehicles can't karate. Sorry hmm. about it. What, so what uh, you're so about, is the most popular version of, of this, well, not the most popular, but the AO, Art of War list uses stuff that just doesn't even take advantage of the, the, the new things from the Yeah, actually, the most of the list doesn't. They, uh, right now, wow. they're bringing two squads of Sagittarium, which don't have stances, uh, a Kalidus tank, and then uh, two dreads. Things two dreads. Two Sounds dreads. arrogant. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, but onto your question though about the disconnect. <laughs> what the do they know? <laughs> uh, onto the disconnect though. Your question. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is I'll be honest. Custody players. The average custody player is like a tau player. Most oh. of them are really bad. Oh boy. <laughs> like custodies like incentivizes casual play it's a very casual friendly army in fun yeah. shots fired like, people people want to be spamming things like alaris and stuff and alaris are bad they're really bad gotcha um i have but, seen those models a lot <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> the 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 problem is is that custodians didn't get much of a data sheet change so on the surface if you don't read that much into the codex and know all the 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 dumb crap you can do in this book it's like you're just looking at your alaris who costs more than a, a death shot terminator and has half the attacks right. and mm. a worse weapon and stuff you're just like hmm. um it's yeah so the the codex isn't good because it's baseline effects except bike specs are ridiculous it's about all the stacking buffs you can do and all the insane stuff uh like for instance we have probably the most What's the influential? I don't know how to say. Uh, the, the, the your sub factions are some of the best sub factions ever designed in a book. This reminds me a lot of the uh, sort of the, uh, the the second go round of the Grey Knights. Mm-hmm. Sort of like there there wasn't a ton of change to them, but like mm-hmm. they got a lot more sauce. Yes, it's very similar actually. Um, so what? oh, go ahead. I was going to talk about my list compared to the Art of War list. Is I have a lot more bikes. Our lists mm. are similar. Mm. They have bikes and Kalidas's. I mean, they have uh, Dreads and the Kalidas tank. I have bikes. Uh, I rate the bikes very highly. Like I, I'm bringing, is that uh, I'm bringing twelve, a squad of five, two threes, and a captain. All right. Um, the bikes. Bikes. Yeah, they are <laughs> silly. They have five wounds now, which is. A very weird target bracket. Like they can one survive dark lances if you roll one, uh, two damage. You need three attacks. Just a lot of common weapons. 
aren't efficient into them. And also T6, a lot of common strength 5 stuff like Cronuses and stuff. Don't wound them as well. Sorry, uh, sir, don't mean to interrupt. Servo Dicky, why don't you think this is a good thing? You seem to scoff at the bikes. No, I was, it was bikes. It's a, bikes. it's a comedy routine. I don't, you know. Yeah. You can say it. Okay. You say it. You say it, Sir Val. Bikes. There you go. See, everyone's in on it now. All right. All right. Um, Over to you, Steve. Yeah, there's... <laughs> so, we have stratagems like transhuman, turn off rerolls, stuff like that, um, that we used to have. Uh, now, they used to always just cost two CP. Now they have a, a, a unit scale. Like, if you have four or less models that cost one, for instance. I do have a five-man bike squad, which means all my stratagems cost two, which sounds bad. But a five-man bike squad is super good for things like putting a unit into any stance or putting a unit into any sub-faction. Like, one of the sub-factions is Emissaries Imperialis, which is you always fight first and you ignore all hit and wound modifiers. So it's right. like against Bellacore, for instance, which is minus one to hit, minus one to wound, it just, like, will delete them off the board. Because bikes have uh, now they have Sava launchers, which are essentially, they're just 24-inch dark lenses. Uh, Strength 8, minus 4, D3, plus 3. Uh, and with, since you're a custody, you hit on twos, you have rerolls to hit and wound, you essentially, and Emperor's Chosen also gives you a reroll hit or wound, so you're always going to get a free, like, reroll one of your twos on your wound. Very you're nice. going to be usually wounding, like, 90% of your, your shots. Hmm. It's just, and then their, their melee is amazing. Uh, strength 7, plus 1 to wound on the charge, up to strength 8 if you're Rendak, so they're wounding pretty much everything in the game on twos, or threes at worst, against T8. Even against damage one, they will just do like 10, 10 wounds, ten to twelve wounds with their twenty attacks, or it's you know twenty five hmm. attacks if you're in the the stance that gives you plus one attack minus one damage. Sounds like it's they're just, good at killing beefy stuff. Even into hordes, like especially after chapter proved when the horde gets knives for free, like with plus one uh, attack stance, they'll have six attack space with knives. Dang. Um. Yeah. Um. It's. The the problem I I I'm not saying Ardor's wrong. I'm not gonna say that. I I mean you well, fired a lot I, of shots. Yeah. I mean, why I mean not you might as well it? say well, it. Ardor is wrong. <laughs> we well, I guess we have just different opinions. We'll see after LVO. I don't know. But I don't <laughs> rate five of Invuls. Um at all. Again, uh, as I've noted, you probably have never played orcs. Five up invuln sounds pretty OP to me. In fact, <laughs> I played a lot of orcs. You know, so they uh, said you're not allowed to play speedball anymore. Um, <laughs> you wonder why it was very fun uh but <laughs> fuck orcs um they just got turbo nerfed this week too feels bad it was savage it was, it was like savage. 300 points on a meta list oh my god um besides that uh but what i don't like about five of Invulse, though is it makes in my opinion the army weak to things we're usually not weak against uh ap3 any anything above ap2 is a wasted ap against custodies Right. Uh, things like Cronus's sisters. Uh, trying to think, what else is like AB three in the army? Uh, Grey Knights potentially if you use a stratagem uh, on your uh, heavy sight cannons. Uh, a lot of all space marines crap, all the plasma and stuff. Uh, a lot of space, a lot of melee. All these things are wasted, but it opens you up to being affected by it because mm. obviously my, nothing in my army. Except sisters, but who cares about them? Nothing in my army I has don't. less than a four up, and in a lot of in a lot of ways, bikes are more durable than bikes. Dreadnought. 
Yeah, Max. Because a transhuman is just so impactful on a lot of things in the in the army. Uh, a lot of people would rather just shoot at a minus one damage dread of the five involved than a always be wounded four on a bike. Uh, always be wounded on a four bike with a four up involved. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, also, bikes are absolutely sanic. They go 14 inches. They can turn one charge on a lot of deployments, especially in the new chapter approved where we have more corner deployments. Corner deployments like sweep and clear, best mission mm-hmm. custodies. It's so good. Um, and and there's also a faction people like, which I don't very much. It's just I don't like any of the sub factions Emperor's chosen because you can always be a different sub faction. The yeah. stratagem is so nuts. Like Solar Watch is plus one to advance and charge and fall back and charge. Like that's cool army wide, but I can mm. just you don't ra- you rarely need more than one or two units that can fall back and charge. Right. I can just spend a CP and make my five man fall back and charge. It's like the, uh, there's one of the original. Uh, well, they they were kind of like uh, the armies of renown in the in the mm-hmm. in the first book. It was the Gray Shields. They used to be able to do. That. They used to be able to switch to whatever chapter tactic they wanted. Yeah. Yeah, but that was pretty exactly, hot. Those that's exactly what it is now. Yeah, but these sub doctrines, these sub factions are way more impactful than any Space Marine one. Like, yeah. like I said, army wide fight first, normal modifiers, fall back and charge, plus one to charge, uh, reroll all wounds versus characters, and the Shadow Keepers one is any phase. So I can make my five man squad Shadow Keepers. They reroll all wounds in the shooting and melee phase versus like knights, for instance, because most of them are characters. Just delete mm-hmm. them off the board. Uh, but well, yeah, Steven, I think I think you're right. Custodies sound like hot garbage. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're terrible. terrible, dude. Yeah, it's the thing. I think ca- like the 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 average like casual person is kind of annoyed because a lot of the flavor stratagems are gone. Yeah, it's like Victor the Blood Games or Stooping Dives, which, like to be honest, were just bad. They, mm-hmm. they were bad stratagems, but they were flavor and people liked them. So people like, man, it feels bad. Uh, so one thing I have to talk about though is the Alaris Captain. Okay, so this is probably. Since it got you? This gotcha. is the most overpowered relic they've ever made, and FLG had to nerf it, even though it's ready. They they fact it where it works as a heroic intervention when it's okay. not a heroic intervention. Um, so yeah, FLG had to nerf it for LVO because it's so overpowered. So Praetorian's plate it gives you T6, which is funny, but it's once per game. Uh, in the enemy heroic intervention step, uh, you may teleport him if an enemy uh to just be within one inch of an enemy and not wholly within three inches of your own unit. So they don't they don't have to charge. It's just heroic intervention, pseudo-heroic intervention. Okay. And uh, But the thing is, since it's not wholly within three inches, is the since he has a 40 millimeter base, that means if an enemy is within five and a half inches of any of your units, he can teleport in combat with them. Uh, mm. was a, raw right good. now. Rules is written. Uh, if they charge, it's like if anyone remembers Black Templar's old book with Devout Push, if they charge, mm-hmm. you cannot fight like the Alaris, except mm-hmm. at LVO. You can, because they fact it to be a heroic. But he also has the... This is what makes it insane. He has an upgrade on Unstoppable Destroyer, which gives him plus one inches to his pile and he consolidate. So, you know, four. And he can put pile and consolidate any direction, even while base, as long as he just ends in combat with something. So this guy mm-hmm. can... Uh, so, for instance, what a, lot, a big play... He also, he has the, this is not as important, but he has the Impregnable Mind War trait, which gives him a, a deny on a plus one, and he counts as four four models on an objective. And wow. he's offset, because he's infantry. Uh, so he's really good at stealing stuff, or just turning on offset for your bikes. Because four mm-hmm. plus a squad of bikes is like 14 models. It's like, and he could, he could just like, 
surprise show up on on an objective that you're not suspecting mm-hmm. him to be. That's really yep. good. And he's a beat stick. He's strength seven, six attacks, two damage. Uh, he doesn't the, even need a back. But the best back. thing he can do though is you can make him shadow keepers uh-huh. in the command phase. Uh, uh, pl- minus one attack, and you can put him in the uh, minus two pile in stance. All you can just do this, and then when your opponent goes, because unless they're just not being near your whole army, which means you're just winning anyways. Like if they're within six inches of anyone your army, he can teleport in hmm. on any wherever you want. Uh, he will. He can pile in to them. He can jump in, pile in four inches behind them. Uh, they're now minus. They're now one inch pile in. They're now minus one attack, and since he is closer than most of the enemies in like the backfield. They have to pile in closer to him. Uh, he can fight and then pile in four inches away again, and, and then it just—he's opsec, and then it destroys their whole like fight phase. Like wow. if they have like characters or stuff within range, he can just pile in, leave combat going to them. So it just destroys like their infantry's combat. They're just like absolutely seems shrek. pretty terrible. Yeah, you know yeah. I don't like this guy. He seems he's, a bit, he's, he's a bit, he's a bit uh, over the top. Yeah. That's why FLG had a nerf. Can, can you give me, like, can you give the audience uh, some more gotchas or more really things that you have to um, look out for? Trajan, uh, he has essentially four warlord traits because uh, he has four? two warlord traits. Yeah, <laughs> only four. He we, has two war- I think the people want to know this. I'm pretty sure it's a soft J. Wouldn't it be a Trahan? Wouldn't it? Like, Trahan? I don't know about that. You don't think so? <laughs> I don't know. Trajan sounds more Roman. Uh, well, you're wrong. I guess you're right. They do say everything in Rome in, in the Latin. It's not bad. Everything gets those weird <laughs> words. So yeah, Trajan essentially has four warlord traits because he has his two, he gets two warlord traits baseline for being a warlord, and they each have two sub warlord traits. He uh, can heroic six. He always rerolls hits for himself, including shooting and melee phase. Uh, and he has mm-hmm. a five up CP refund. And one, uh, once per game, he can change the order of your stances. And then he has his own once per game ability of. Uh, either fight twice at the end of the combat phase, like an Archon, a uh, uh, make a wound into zero damage, so like he can just tank a Dark Lance, or uh, interrupt. So the interrupt one is a gotcha, because he can interrupt. We have the Codex interrupt, and any Custodes unit can interrupt for one CP on an objective. Wow, so that's three uh, interrupts. Three interrupts, or Ooh. the and he's just. A lot of times he's just twelve attacks at strength ten, flat three damage, rerolling hits. With a reroll of the wound, uh, and a custodian of stratagem, one CP. If you're a higher toughness, plus one to wound. So if anyone's T6 or higher, he's just wounding them on twos. Trajan's hmm. like Kanye at the Grammys. Just, just deletes you. Trajan uh, is other... a boss. Trajan is a boss. Oh, Trajan. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, other gotchas. Tangle foot still exists. It's slightly nerfed. Uh, you have to have LOS. So if someone, if, when some at the beginning, this is actually a thing about. Tanglefoot that your custodian player might fuck up is it's at the beginning of the movement or the charge phase. You cannot right. use Tanglefoot as a response. You just have to preemptively anticipate think about it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tanglefoot can also. So you Tanglefoot, you pick something beginning of the movement or charge phase. Uh, you roll dice and they get subtracted that from the charges or movement from mon- down to zero. So if a character or any unit is within, like, say, fighting something, they're trying to fall back, you can Tanglefoot them. If uh, they don't get farther than three and a half inches away from when your custodian's unit, they can just heroic into you no matter what. Because any custodian's unit can heroic for one CP, and if you're a character, you can heroic six inches. So, custodians can just keep jumping back into combat. You can, it's really hard to leave. You have to be like a fast unit that you hopefully the custodian's player doesn't roll like a six on the tangle foot. 
Um, That's scary. There's one strategy. Uh, if you fall back from an infantry model, they can shoot you. It's really good on Sagittarium because they have heavy bolters with a combi three damage profile. So if you fall back from Sagittarium, they can just shoot you with nine heavy bolter shots and three three damage shots. Um, that's pretty good. Uh, charging bikes is good because they only get their plus one to wound if they charge or heroic. So you can at least stop a bunch of their killing power. Yep. There's one really good secondary for custodies. It's kind of nuts against a lot of armies. It's a uh, you pick. The highest, the the either a supreme commander or a primarch if they have one. If they don't mm-hmm. have one, you pick the highest pointed unit. Uh, I'm pretty sure you. I'm not even saying never mind. I don't know if this is right, so I'm not gonna say that. So you get five. <laughs> the way they're written is kind of ambiguous when you pick the unit. It's either before reserves or right after reserves. Um, but I don't know for sure. I have to check that. So you get five points for killing it. You get five more points for killing it in melee, and you get. Five more points for killing in a melee outside your DZ. It's really easy for a squad of bikes to just say. kill something in melee. Mm-hmm. Like in a lot of deployments, you can get you can max this on turn one or turn two. And you're especially, doing this once they've committed them somewhere. So like you know yeah. where that unit is, you can just be like, especially because we have the relic, the Castlin's Mark, which is uh, after you know who goes first, just redeploy two units or put them in reserves if you want. Very nice. So, you have your five-man bike. They try and bikes. I don't know. Put their monolith, whatever the hell they have, like yeah. in the corner, and then you just redeploy it to it's you know directly in front of it. Well, Steve, that was a that was a veritable uh, fountain of information and and intrigue, and I'm glad to hear custodies are terrible. I was worried about it. Uh, I I would say, uh, Detective Steve Trimble, what uh, would you say? Who who would be your competition? In this, in this best in faction, oh, uh, best in faction. Uh, race that you find yourself. So who are you calling out? Who, who's, who's got your number right now? Who's, second, who's up there with you? Second place guy's name is Ryan Schneider. Yep. He who's made that? his list. I think he lives in the Midwest somewhere. Um, uh, I think north. Maybe just a little bit north of you guys. Uh, somewhere around that. I don't know. Uh, but his, his list is goofy. Because I think he designed oh, his list just after right. figuring out bikes okay. he has no opsec and he starts with three cp all right all right so ryan snyder who else who else i don't know I don't, I don't know i don't know any other studies player Let me look. okay cool <laughs> sorry is it That's possible fine. you know is it's it... lonely at the top sometimes yeah. you, you forget to look behind you yeah, so you i hope that back, you never have back. to and that you'll be crowned did you bring some gold spray paint in case you win so you I can look not. good uh personally my <laughs> army's not paying gold i hate gold custodies oh it looks like shit okay. I, you know what steve you strike me as a bit of a contrarian and uh, and that's a good thing. <laughs> I like it. Really appreciate it. Uh, best of luck out there, man. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody. We're now joined by Dustin Henshaw, who Oop. has perhaps one of the most energetic and well-enunciated introductions in all of podcasting on the Stutter Scrub podcast. How the hell are you, Dusty? I'm doing great. Thanks Welcome. for having me on. You know, we don't get you enough on this network. But uh, I, I'm only on here once like a week. It's, it's not enough. Yeah. When, okay, that's true. It's definitely not enough. Not enough content. <laughs> not enough content. I need, I need to be on here more. Come on. Come on I was going to say that it's almost like you're sneaking around. You're just. I, I, I am sneaking. I'm kind of lying in wait. Lying in wait. You guys, were, you guys were talking about custodes. I'm just lying in wait, waiting. It's okay. I'm, I was learning. I was learning and planning generations in the making. 
<laughs> I think the best question was how how much does it cost to get started in a custodies army? And the guy said three hundred bucks. And I think Serval almost like floated away. He was like, oh, maybe I need to buy a custodies army. But then we asked we in the background we asked Dustin how much it costs to get into a GSC army. The answer was not three hundred dollars. By was the way, not three hundred. More I, than three. More than three. I, I think I spent seven hundred dollars at the last LVO. Is that when GSC, like the GSC Codex, dropped, mm-hmm. and that was just to get the new models that I didn't own yet. Oh my god! Yeah, it's an expensive <laughs> hobby. Yeah, no, it is, it is. It is. It is. It's an expensive hobby, and it's even more expensive when you get your butt kicked by a bunch of sneaky alien hybrids. Yeah, because yeah, then it costs you some of your some of your soul. That's right. Yeah, and really I'm died. sure like essence taking my jeans and and incorporating them and stuff. We just steal your jeans and wear them. That's all we do. It's just very we're misunderstood. Is all we are. All Dustin wants to do is to wear you like a suit, <laughs> like a jean yeah. suit, uh, like a like, a, like a skin skin suit. If you anyway, look, <laughs> Dustin, we brought you on here because custodies. I mean, they seem pretty straightforward. They're shiny. They kick your butt. They yeah. fly around on. Facts. They definitely um, do. Gene Steelers uh, cults in the previous iteration, before it was nerfed into hilarity and irrelevance, um, were pretty confusing and had a lot of like hey, moments. What's yeah. going on with GSC now? We have those moments back again for sure. Okay. Cool. We are be, we're going to be sneaking around now. To be fair, I was still playing them when they were after they were nerfed and still had success with them. I enjoyed them, so. I might have felt a lot better about some of these changes than other people did just because mm-hmm. I was ready for these changes having played certain style. And now this new codex is kind you're of, a, you're a GSC even. hipster, if you will. I am a GSC hipster as it is for sure. I still like my Tyranids. I love my Tyranids. When I play in singles, I'll usually bring them both together because it is just a marriage made in heaven. Right. Or so I always love that, but a marriage generations in the making. A marriage generations in the making, man. It's four hundred year marriage. It's oh, God. Nice. Jeez. It's true bond. It's never, never go to bed hungry or angry. That's oh, correct. Yeah. So wake up a gene stealer hybrid. Wake up a gene stealer hybrid. Exactly. That's All right. Okay. This so you're bringing it down. You're bringing. Just bringing we, we're dropping down. knowledge here. It's all. It's yeah. all about just dropping knowledge. You, you want to know about gene stealer cult? I'm giving you a bit of a little lore about it too. But Let's, they're good. Uh, why don't we slide into the back of that limo and right. learn a few things about you to the cult? Sure. Let's how long do we have? Things. How long? How long uh, is this going to be? Yeah. So I'm going to try to give you quick and dirty because I don't have. I don't think any of us have the time to go over everything in this book <laughs> in depth. I believe right. my exact words were: slide into the back of the limo and learn a few things. <laughs> okay. About you to the cult. Say all learn. of them. We're gonna learn a few things. I'll try to get the more important things. How about let's important. get out oh. let's get out of the deployment phase without immediately <laughs> losing? I mean, that's always a goal of mine. Okay. Okay. We can try to do that. So don't deploy on the line if you can avoid that. Okie dokie. Yeah. So a couple of first turn tricks we actually have. We actually do have the ability to come in from reserve first turn with a single unit now. It's but it is coming in from reserve, like not deep striking. It's coming oh, in from reserve. Okay. It's one of our one of our abilities. If we give we can give a single unit, they can start on the board, and we can choose to. Well, sorry, 
that's another ability one. We can have something in reserve at no extra CP, and they can come in turn one if we want to. They can come in as if it's a turn earlier, and it specifically says that includes turn one. They can come in on turn one. True or false, there is an ability in which you have three cups. Underneath one of the cups is a gene stealer, and you just move the cups around, and your opponent has to guess which cup has the gene stealer. If oh they don't God. guess right, they lose the game. That's real, right? I think my brain's no, going to explode. True. That's absolutely true. Yeah. It's called the trap sprung. <laughs> you have you have to yell out, you have activated my trap whenever they choose wrong. Trap right. card. Yes. Got it. Cool. Yeah. I thought yeah. so. I heard that. I, heard that I, on the I, I that already was... know why YouTubers have given up reviewing the Gene yep. Stealer Call Codex. Okay, great. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But there is actually the trap. The trap sprung is actually a good one too. It's an, another ability to give a unit, and it's pretty much our new. I'm going to say in air quotes guaranteed charge. It gives us a three d six charge. We come in from ambush and take away the lowest. Okay. And something to keep in mind with GSC now is that whenever they come in from ambush, they could come in eight inches and still charge. Everybody can come in within eight inches and still charge, or they can come in with six inches. Just outside six inches. Jesus, just not be able to charge. They they can shoot oh. you though. And we do right. have some good, good some good shooting. Check but some of those demo charges or something. Demo charges are only six inch range, so it doesn't work with them, unfortunately. Ooh, well, uh, I'm getting a call from the producer. Six... Huh? I'm getting a call from the producer. Apparently, an eight inch charge is easier than a nine inch charge. Really? Is that? Whoa. Did you confirm that? Can we? Yeah, I, I mean, I think we can confirm that. Oh, can okay. we? Did you is, just is get eight, that on the news? Smaller number yeah. than nine? <laughs> it just came in on my earphone. Yeah. 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 Oh no way. Yeah. I I don't I have too many arms. I can't I can't count that. Damn. Number. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you have you have to take your mittens off in order to count <laughs> that. Off, yeah. Uh, but it is it is absolutely true that that is an easier charge. Now, <laughs> keep in mind though that is from ambush, and something that people need to remember is that if something if a gene stealer is coming in from ambush, the first time they come in from deep strike, it is an ambush. If they ever go back in the deep strike, like from their stratagem they can use, I'll tell you about in a second. Right. They are not coming in from from ambush anymore. They're coming in from deep strike, so it's back to a nine inch charge. You're nine inches away. Yeah, a leisurely nine inches is a leisurely yeah. nine inches strolling. So yeah. So a lot of a lot of the abilities that the the Gs they're called have are based on coming in from ambush specifically. So mm -hmm. there are some interactions that won't work with that if you're like bouncing them back and putting them back on the board. Would this be a concern like with uh, like is this an obvious thing in the GSC book or might this be something that a GSC player does not pick up the nuance of and accidentally is you know rolling those eight inch charges? I can absolutely say that there'll be that's a nuance that a lot of G circle players may have missed because it's pretty. It's not obvious, right? Unless you really read the entire book like carefully and kind of try to figure out these nuances. In fact, I know a lot of like top level players that when they first read it, they didn't realize it either. Yeah, but they they, yeah. they know it now after playtesting a little. I was like, oh, that's that's not how it works. So some six armed freakish person rolls up and is like, my charge is eight inches. I gotta say, you sure about that, homie? Yeah, you sure about that, homie? Sure. First charge. And then they'll say, yes, I'm sure. And I'll say, cool. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds good. Are you on a bike? 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 Can't wait to hear about the bikes. Yeah, yeah. let's hear about the bikes. You want to talk about the bikes? Because I love bikes. Let's talk about bikes. I have, 40, I have 45 bikes, but I can only 30 now. Oh. That's, that's a sad thing. 
They dropped the unit size on the on the. They did that to me with Storm Boys. Yeah, I have like twenty five <laughs> redundant Storm Boys now. I have Why? fifteen redundant bikes. Jeez, they're just they're just there now. Everybody's like, "Oh, I'll take them." No, you can't have my bikes. Uh-uh. Not they're touching mine. them. You are. Mm. They're not leaving. They're mine. <laughs> you hear me, Paul? You can't have them. They're mine. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, Paul Jeez. Murphy. Oh, P. Murph. Yeah, it's Paul as, Murphy. As a column in the biz. <laughs> That's right. But they got a lot better too. They are actually phenomenal now. So they right. have uh, they have a pregame move, but only if they do not start the game in a blip. <laughs> That's right. Of course. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Oh. Like, come on. You should know that. <laughs> How many? I got a question. How many judges are going to be just standing around Gene Stiller called tables during LVO? Because I think they need more. You know, I actually was thinking of offering my services as being a Gene Stiller called judge because I feel like it's actually necessary at this point. Just, yeah. We would need to so clone new, you a lot of times. There's so many. They're yeah. going to be calling me too much, though. I mean, I got, I got other things I got to do to help out. So I can't, yeah, man. I can't be, can't be just sitting there doing that. Although I, I think it was pretty funny. But all right, so as long as they didn't start on a blimp and you weren't born on a Tuesday, and your name you is weren't Bob. born on a Tuesday, your name is Bob, and you have two wheels, not three and not mm-hmm. one. Got it. Okay. Then they can actually do a pregame move of nine inches and still be able to move their 14 inches afterwards to do their uh, their move blocking or tuck a demo charge, give a nice uh, exposed to something that's near them if you want to spend a stratagem. The, uh, the crossfire mechanic. Mm-hmm. is actually pretty cool and yep. something to remember so crossfire right now first of all you can only get crossfire if you're a single cult and you cannot be mixed so if you're with tyranids you don't get crossfire got it's not it. a thing and if you are two different cults then you do not get crossfire nope you, you, might, you don't know are you shooting at one of your pals is it an yeah, enemy you, you don't, don't know. know you have no idea you can't you can't coordinate with that that's because like a plan, that, like ten minutes in the making. You can't crossfire well, with that little bit. Ten minutes it doesn't work that way. Is, is that Jeff from Shaft B or is that Bob from Shaft Five? We don't know. Got it, we man. Can't not tell. Bob. Bob doesn't. It's not, know it's not Bob, man. No. We can't we? We're not, we're not going to help Jeff. We'll help Bob, but that's not the goal. So, crossfire basically, if anything gets hit in range with range attack, five range attacks of one damage, you get a crossfire token. And everything else that is shooting it now gets plus one to hit. Okay. And it cool. also means that if you are shooting at something and another one of your models is on the other side of them and you can draw a line while still be able to see like if you can draw a line Jesus. from one side to the other between that is there, unit is there a point are... at this in which i could use a crossfire token to get a cool prize <laughs> <laughs> yes actually there is there's two there are two cool prizes you get with crossfire tokens. how much after. math do you need to know in order to play gene no, no 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 i I think he's mad. doing he's doing a great job of explaining this. I know. I just is. like that joke a lot, and I'm crying. <laughs> we're, like, we're like physics, you know. You need you need a physics degree to play. That's oh, all right. Just draw that line between two of them, and they yep. count as exposed for that shot, which means okay. they are plus one to wound. Ooh, that's okay. a good rule. Yeah, uh, they actually do quite a bit of damage. And there's other ways to get plus one to wound, like the bikes. If they're within six inches, they automatically count as having exposed on them and they can for two cp they can make everything else you want to shoot at them also kind of exposed so just give them plus one to wound across the board it's really nice and the other really nice thing that you'll see a lot of people make use of for crossfire tokens is that if you hit make any hits doesn't have the wound doesn't have the damage or anything make any hits with a damage two or higher weapon it's an automatic crossfire token so all these goliaths with four auto cannon shots they just Mm -hmm. hit with one and they have a crossfire token now all right Uh, so it's pretty nice that way 
Now, the prizes you win with Crossfire tokens, yeah, two great prizes that if you want to charge something in the charge phase, if you uh -huh. pay one CP, you can win a prize of no Overwatch. That's not bad. That's a good prize. You know, people still do that. Yeah. yeah, people still definitely do that. And in the fight phase, if you pay one CP and you have a Crossfire token on, on, a, on a unit, you win, they have the fight last. Can't oh, okay. Can't chosen. I've heard chosen fight last is a really good rule. I heard fight last is extremely important, especially when you don't wear armor. Yeah. Yeah. When you just have yeah. arms. We just have arms. Yeah. Just armed. You're, we, we, we heard armor and just thought, oh, arms. We'll bring those. Whatever, man. We'll just hit them first. We'll hit them first. Hit them first. <laughs> That's, That's a good great. way to deal with it. That's all we got to do, right? Cool. All right. So crossfire yeah. tokens let you do fun things later on. I think yeah, that's yeah. a pretty good takeaway. The crossfire is always uh, it, it's something to remember just in case the plus one to hits nice, but remember that they can also give you fight last and uh, no Overwatch. So I'm not gonna lie to you. It sounds like whether or not you've actually got anyone in crossfire is kind of redundant because there seems to be a lot of other ways to get the exposed thing going on. Yes. There are definitely a lot of other ways to get the exposed thing going on, which is kind of the reason that a lot of people aren't worried about getting on the other side of units are trying to shoot. That's kind of a bonus of getting exposed without having to do anything else. Right. So that's not uh, it's not too much of a worry. And there are three, I think, units that just get exposed when they shoot at something and two that grant it to other units. Like the Alphys actually, instead of getting plus one to hit now, is now her, her aura is a plus one to wound. It counts as exposed. So. Hey, guys, I got a problem. I got a problem. Um, turned into a fish. Yeah, my head got too full and I, I turned into a fish. Yeah. Um, so that's too much information. So that, do we need to pop you? Here, I got a, I got a back scratcher. I can just kind of. No, it's it's not so much me. It's you just you got to tell people what the what the hot takes. Like, what do you have to know in order to play against Gene Seal? <laughs> like without hot turning take. without turning me into more of a fish. What the heck? It's not even a fish. I don't even know what that is. I'm kind the, of, look, I'm a fish. See? Now you're floating. Yeah. A floating well, fish? Yeah, I can I can kind of fly. All right, all right, all right. Serval Dickies, current form notwithstanding. Mm -hmm. I think what he was trying to do is bring this all home, baby. Mm -hmm. What are we what are we thinking about with GSC? Do you think maybe your best defense against a GSC opponent is their very own codex? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, their codex is definitely a good way to help against it. Just remember that GSE hit very hard on combat and you need to screen. Just make sure you screen differently than you would against other armies because of the eight inches and six inches. And one unit that can come in just outside of three inches. So it's all about screening and not letting them get the first hit on you. Okay. All right. That sounds pretty good. That was good. That was succinct. Right? Yeah, that was easy. I, I, I could be succinct too. Look, oh, cool. Oh, oh. There you, you go. See? Oh, there he is. Oh. Um, so as we did with uh, Detective Steve Trimble, um, who do you think's who do you think's uh, in the lead here for for the faction? Do you know? Do you have any idea with what, what the faction's shaping up? Who's number one for LVO or just in general? Well, just I mean, like who's who's in the running to win it? The GSC faction. Oh, for the GSC faction. Yeah. Well, there are three people that I definitely. I definitely have my eye on for it. And obviously Alex McDougal is one of them. He's bringing Dude. the forces of the hive mind list that I would be very similar to why I'd be running for a singles list. Him and I think Tyler Borteller both doing the same thing too. So okay. those are two guys that I've got uh, got my eye on. Not pure GSC, but it's the list for singles that is definitely making the best use of them. And right they're now. going to LVO. 
And they are going to LBO. Ooh, Go with baby. Babe. Gonna be there. Those are some big brains at the LBO. Big brains. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, uh, the mind them. in Forces of the Hive Mind, I think, uh, mm-hmm. represented heavily there. Yes, for sure. Well, all right. Well, I think we've learned a lot, and I really appreciate it. I'm happy to talk about GSC anytime you want and blow up. Uh, no, I can't. I can't do it again. Maybe talk yeah. to you now. Rich is too sensitive. He can't do he's it. Too, he's too sensitive. Yeah. Sorry. But uh, I'm sure you'll have many opportunities. You have your own whole show. I do. Yeah, and what I show you on? A lot. I'm on the Stutter Scrub, and I'm also on the Thursday show. Stutter I'm Scrub, though, that's a good show. That's great a show. show. It's a great show. Really good show. All right. Thanks a lot, Dustin. We're going to seamlessly segue now because this is being produced live absolutely. by Richard. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's absolutely no, no stop in filming coming up. Yeah, we're too busy it's to read chat. That's why we're not even looking at it. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I, I yeah. actually saw all your questions, and I will get to them in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Maybe later this week. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. He's going to reply by email. Yeah. I will email each person individually. Handwritten letter. Yeah. Handwritten. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. 